Today is September 14th, 2023. This is Read Through the New Testament. And uh, guys, I am still sick, and I'm still trying to stay away from Mrs. Brandon so that she might be healthy for our bridal shower for our daughter Hannah, who's getting married. Uh, the shower is on Saturday. It's at our house, and it'd be really bad if she gets sick. So uh, I, though I'm feeling not so good, uh, you can probably tell in my voice I'm always feeling well enough to read the Bible and super excited to read with you all today. Uh, we're talking Matthew chapter 10, 1 through 23 today, and this is Jesus summoning the 12 disciples and giving them instructions before he sends them out to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew 10, verse 1, And he called to him his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every affliction. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew his brother, James the son of Zebedee, and John his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot who betrayed him. Those are the twelve Disciples, it would be good for you to know those and memorize them. Uh, there are songs that can put them um, to music, make them easy to memorize, would encourage you to memorize them. Verse 5, these 12 Jesus sent out instructing them, go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and proclaim as you go, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You receive without paying, give without pay. Acquire no gold or silver or copper for your belts, no bag for your journey or two tunics or sandals or a staff for the laborer deserves his food. And whatever town or village you enter, find out who is worthy in it and stay there until you depart. As you enter the house, greet it. And if the house is worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it is not worthy, let your peace return to you. And if anyone will not receive you or listen to your words, shake off the dust from your feet when you leave that house or town. Truly I say to you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah than for that town. Well, a lot happening in those first instructions. But I just point out to you, first, Jesus said here, don't go to the Samaritans. Don't go to uh, the Gentiles. And how contrast this is to our reading next, which is Acts chapter 10, where the gospel actually does go to them. So it's this time in redemption history that the gospel was only for the Jews because Jesus wanted the Jews to have it first, let them reject it before it went to the Gentiles. Uh, Verse 16. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. Beware of men, for they will deliver you over to courts and flog you in their synagogues. And you will be dragged before governors and kings for my sake to bear witness before them and the Gentiles. When they deliver you over, do not be anxious how you are to speak or what you are to say. For what you are to say will be given you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Brother will deliver brother over to death, and the father is child. And children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. And you'll be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to the next. For truly I say to you, you will not have gone through all the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. Okay, so now we turn to the book of Acts. We're going to finish Acts chapter 10. 
Uh, if you remember, Cornelius was a God-fearing man. He had a dream to send for Peter, who's called Simon, who's called Peter, and have him come and give you a message. And Peter, at the same time, was in Joppa, and he was praying, and this vision appeared to him, and he was startled by it. And then these men come knocking and invite him to go, and he went to the Gentiles. What a scandalous thing. So we're going to start actually uh, midway through verse 23, where we left off last time. The next day, he, that is Peter, rose and went away with them, and some of the brothers from Joppa accompanied him. And on the following day, they entered Caesarea. Cornelius was expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends. When Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up. I too am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked them why you sent for me. And here's Peter, right, uh, rightly being apprehensive about going to the Gentiles because in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus said, don't go to the Gentiles. But now he's going and he's trying to figure things out. Verse 30, and Cornelius said, four days ago about this hour, I was praying in my house at the ninth hour. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging in the house of Simon a Tanner by the sea. So I sent for you at once and you've been kind enough to come. Now, therefore, we are all here in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. I just love verse 33 there because it so speaks about our disposition whenever we come to church. We ought to be all here in church, right, in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. So the disposition, they were ready, open to hearing. And verse 34, so Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly I understand that God shows no partiality, but in every nation, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were pressed by the devil, for God was with him. And we are witnesses of all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not to all the people, but to us who had been chosen by God as witnesses, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him, all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. Now, the senses here is that Peter was only halfway through his message, or maybe a, a tenth of the way through his message. It's like the Holy Spirit interrupted Peter and, and fell upon all who heard the word. Verse 45, and the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, 
Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days.